best way to start off this episode is just kind of explain to the listeners, which by the way, um, we have way more listeners than I was kind of expecting already. How many did we get? Um, I mean, so on Audible, well, not Audible, sorry, um, Anchor, we have five. Nice, nice. Um, which I don't even know how many people downloaded the Anchor app just to listen to it. But... I wouldn't have. I do Spotify only. See, that's what I was thinking, because a lot of everyone I've talked to has listened to it on Spotify. I was going to say, it's either Spotify or Apple Music. Those are your two big ones. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it says estimated audience, five. Um, so that's kind of exciting. But the biggest thing to kind of talk about, like the elephant in the room, is we are not the HodgePodgeCast, um, like we talked about in the first episode. Um, we realized that it was way too hard to find... Because there were easily what, like twenty or thirty different oh, people who had the there same was idea. Hundreds. <laughs> I didn't even scroll for longer than thirty seconds, but there was a long list. Yeah, it just kept going, and I'm talking about every different, like possibility for that name. Changing up the order, changing up the spelling. Um, we even tried using our initials for a name of the podcast, and that was already taken, which was very surprising. Um, but Chase had the great idea of looking up synonyms for the word hodgepodge. Um, and after going through a good majority of the names that I didn't like, we came up with, um, the word bullocks, um, kind of means like a mismatch or like a mix up of things, which I feel like is a pretty good explanation for this podcast. It's just going to be a mix up of topics. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, into the actual episode, um, what would you like to talk about, Chase? I will let you decide. I, I don't even, I don't even know. Just whatever. <laughs> I'll just go with the flow. Um, it's the point. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the point. So, I mean, I guess what we can do is, so we're gonna kind of re-talk about one of the episodes we already recorded. Um, I didn't really like the way it came out after I was trying to edit it. Um, so the first topic I thought of would be kind of shopping online versus shopping in-store. It's a big part of everyone's life right now. It's kind of a huge part to shop online. A lot of people are choosing to go that route. I personally love shopping online. I do it a lot. It's very easy to do. But... Um, I kind of talked about in the first episode, I just recently got out of working in retail. So I still really like to support in-store shopping and the idea of, you know, people working at those retail stores need jobs and without in-store shopping, they have nothing to do. Speaking of that, um, a lot of places are doing automated checkouts now, like you just do them yourself. Yeah, I have noticed. I um I stopped in at Sheets today, on my way to work, and they had automated checkouts. Yeah. I had never known that. Mm-hmm. That's newer. It's not super old, but um, Walmart's changing into that. I don't know about Target. I've not seen it in Target yet, but I know Walmart across the United States at least are mm. moving more towards all automated with maybe one or two cash registers. Yeah, I, I know Target's been doing that for a while, but it really depends on which Target you go to. It has to be one of the bigger ones. Um, some of the smaller ones haven't really gotten to that yet. But the 
out of the two targets that I have worked at, they're the first one I worked at didn't have any sort of automated checkouts. It was only cashier. The second one I worked at had automated and um, cashiers. But, I mean, there still has to be at least one person watching the automated cash registers because, I mean, I've used them before and I've messed it up, but people are pretty... <laughs> they get easily confused with automated checkouts. It's not necessarily that, like... I mean, I don't know. They're sometimes confusing. The ones I hate the most are at Giant Eagle, if you've ever used the ones at Giant Eagle. I hate the ones at Giant Eagle. They, they make you use an advantage card and shit. Yeah, and they, they're they very, I don't know, particular about how you have to scan things, how fast you have to scan things. If you take one second to look at your cart or bag something, it starts yelling at you like, hey, do you want to pay now? I'm like, no, I'm not done checking things out. <laughs> like, calm down. No, I'm not ready. No, and their app's like not very user friendly either. I get logged out constantly, so I'm about ready to check out. And I go to open my app so I can get my advantage card, and they're like, hey, uh, we logged you out. I'm like, shit, what's my password? And I'm like, uh, uh. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the regular person and wait 45 minutes in the one person that has a register open. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't even know they had an app. Yeah, there's an app. That's kind of cool. I'll have to check that out. The um, one store that I love using their app is Sam's Club. I don't go to Sam's Club because I don't want to pay the membership fee. That's fair. I don't blame you for that. But they have this great feature that lets you check things out as you put them in your cart. Oh, that's cool. So then when you get to the very end, you just... Um, I don't remember. I think it brings up like a barcode on your phone, and you scan that. And it just rings up everything and then prints out a receipt for you. That makes sense. And it saved, like, we used it a few times going to Sam's Club, and it saved us a lot of time. Save time, save money, Walmart. I don't even know if that's the actual slogan. I think it might be. That sounds very familiar. Discount Walmart saves you the runaround. That's definitely not right. <laughs> Did you know? that Illyria has the first drug mart store number one really yep the one down the road from the college okay uh, store number one but that wasn't uh it wasn't a drug mart where the guy got hit in the face with a no that was a kmart uh -huh. or a circle k okay. one of the two circle k that's what it was yeah twisted t man a twisted T. That's what it was. <laughs> I like to online shop. Uh, I like the convenience of it. So here, let me put it this way. I love the convenience of online shopping, um, but I think it is just kind of ruining the world and how we should be shopping. Um, and don't even get me started on small businesses because they can't survive at all it's creating a monopoly indirectly yeah so you know um you know the wedding cake that we had for our wedding correct we had correct yes i do um that came from a very small like two people owned business in kent and i think it was two years after our wedding they had to close oh no because they didn't have enough business 
So they ended up just kind of running. I believe they had to close. I don't know for sure, um, but I'm pretty sure they had to, which really stinks. But also, again, that was kind of COVID time, and I'm sure that didn't it's help at all. It's still COVID time. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, never heard of that. So how do you feel about online shopping? Um, well, everything I ever order online keeps getting messed up, so I hate it at the current moment. It is very convenient, though. I like to look online and be like, you know what, I like that. And I'll go and look in Walmart's app or something, search to see if there's something similar, and then I'll go purchase it from the store so that we don't have to wait for the delivery. I am very impatient, though. So impatient, in fact, that I'd rather not get the item than wait for it. That is very fair. I'm the exact same way. Um, when I decide what I kind of want in a to like, not topic, an item, I look it up online, see if I can get it on Amazon. Most of the time I can. Um, but then I just go and see if I can get it at Target or Walmart faster. Sometimes the prices are like similar enough that I don't care. They don't seem to be too outrageously different. So then I'll just go to Target or Walmart and just get it in person so I don't have to wait like you were saying. Unless, I'm very impatient as well. Unless it's a special order kind of thing. Then I don't mind. Like, say I want to get, like, a 200-inch TV. You're not going to find that in a store. That's, I don't think that's a real no. thing either, but, like, you're not going to find that. I don't think so, but, yeah, no, that's something definitely you would have to order. It, Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. If you have to order it to be special like that, then I don't care. Um, but I'm also, like, a one-track mind. Once I kind of decide that I want something, I want it that second. Yeah, me too. So I will, I will go out and get it. Um, it is not fun to have that kind of mindset, and it also kind of sucks for my wallet. Yeah, me too. What wallet? Um, I, <laughs> Who has money? I I recently got the like Bowflex um, Select Tech dumbbell set. Nice. And I think once I decided that I wanted to get it, within two weeks, I went out and purchased it at Target. So... I told myself, you know, I'm going to save up a little bit. I'm going to wait and get it later, but I just went out and got it. I have a rule of thumb for shopping online. If I want it, I will wait a few weeks, and then if I still want it, I'll get it. Which is also kind of like my rule for tattoos, except for the wait is like three months. If I still want a tattoo after three months, then I'll think about it. Though I've not gotten a new tattoo in over a year. Yeah. I'm definitely in the same way when it comes to buying things. If it's a ridiculous amount of money for a certain item, um, then I will wait a little bit longer, and if I want it for a while, I'll go and get it. Um, I've also really wanted a tattoo, but I have not decided on where or what I want. I have some ideas, but I haven't decided. Impulse to... tattoo. I haven't gotten there yet. I... The last... Oh, sorry. I got a horrible tattoo on an impulse. I mean, I still like it, but, like, it's not good. Which one was that? The no face. Oh, I remember that. I mean, it's still kind of cool. Yeah, it, if you analyze it, though, it looks horrible. Who's looking that closely at your tattoos? Me. <laughs> the last, like, most impulsive um, purchase I have was the Game Boy Color that I got and I i've been that. wanting it i've been wanting it for years 
and I've just been kind of pushing it off saying like no I don't need it that's stupid like you don't need to buy one of those went on Amazon one day saw the price for it and I told myself like no that's not worth it I'm not gonna buy it how much was it um, it was $135 oh that's not too bad it, it's not terrible but I have been told after the fact that you can get them a lot cheaper if you go to like a vintage video game store or a refurbished like video game store which we don't really have around here but i was also impulsive didn't want to wait to go find a store like that so i just bought it off amazon it came within a day to my house sounds about right so going back to the fact that like online shopping is super convenient it's super awesome um it's completely killing in-store shopping and brick and mortar stores but i just you can't beat it but it's, it's convenient too, it's so convenient just being able to pick up my phone say hey i want this and just order it and have it to what was i looking at i was looking at like a case pack of mountain dew energy drinks this morning just to see if I could get a case pack so I didn't have to keep buying them single and it would be able to be shipped to my house by 4 a.m. You might be able to day. buy one of those at like GFS or I probably will be able to yeah I mean I just now started thinking about it I haven't really I've been drinking the Celsius energy drinks oh, and they haven't really been I mean they're good but they haven't really been agreeing with my stomach um, so I've been doing the Mountain Dew Rise the past few days and my stomach's been a lot better it also has less caffeine. Um, I think the Celsius has like 200-something. The energy drinks from Mountain Dew only have like 180. So, I, I don't know. It doesn't give me as much energy, but I also don't need that much caffeine in my life. Was I'm that last that episode we talked about my caffeine addiction? Yes, yes it was. The first episode um, where you were obsessed with rock stars. So. Not just rock stars, just caffeine in general caffeine in general yeah i mean i'm still addicted to caffeine if i go too long without it i get a major headache too long without it for me is like 45 minutes that i currently have two red bulls sitting next to me and a gatorade for hydration for hydration gotta gotta be safe so you say 45 minutes 45 minutes from when you wake up Oh, yeah. Or just 45 minutes in general? Yes, both. For the okay. exaggeration, 45 minutes. But no, like, I can, I can go about two to three hours in the morning before I start getting a headache. Yeah, I'm generally the same way. Gen- generally? Yes, generally is the word I was looking for, not genuinely. Um, Genitalially. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was talking about that kind of in the first episode. I If I don't have caffeine, so on a normal day, I wake up around 5.30. If I don't have caffeine by 10 a.m., I start to get a headache. So I normally start drinking it around 7-ish on my way to work, and then I'm fine for the rest of the day. I usually need two to get me through my day, but I'm extremely active. I was that way at the store, but now, not that I'm not doing as much work at this new job, I'm just not, like, running around the entire store all day, back and forth. 
So it's a little bit more slow down and relax a little bit. So I don't need as much caffeine. I would which... love a relaxed job. I really would. <laughs> I It's very nice. I it's nice when lie. jobs fall in your lap like that. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I was kind of offered a fantastic opportunity, and I can't lie. Um, it was, I mean, so nothing against the store I used to work at. When I brought it up to my manager saying like, hey, this offer was brought up to me. I'm going to be leaving. And they looked at me and they're like, we don't blame you. Like, this is a fantastic offer. Like, you would be dumb not to take it. And it was really good to hear, actually, because I was very genuinely concerned. Not concerned, but like nervous to tell them that, hey, I'm leaving. Like, you're going to have to find someone else to be in the stroller department but they were very happy and wished me good luck when i left so i was very thankful for that when i left my last job my boss left without saying goodbye on my last day really yeah i think three years was the longest that i've been at a job too which is um was I that was at Target? The first... Yeah, the first Target, but it wasn't three full years because I was still in school at the time too, so I was only doing summers and winter breaks. But it consisted of like three years in a time span, and then I went to the Barnes & Noble on campus, worked there for about two years, um, went back to Target for a few months, then I went to Dick's. And oh, then... I forgot you worked at Dick's. I worked at two different dicks as well um, and transferred to different positions there. And then that's when I found Bye Bye Baby. Um, worked at Bye Bye Baby for a year and a half. And then I came to my new position. So I'm finally out of retail and I can say with confidence I'm not going back. You're out of retail, but aren't you still technically customer service? Well, no, I don't deal with the customer but we deal with shipping things back to people. Nick's the one that deals with the actual customers. Oh, he okay, emails okay. them and... Wait, so he doesn't even take... do like any of the repairs or anything? No, he does. <clears throat> but he's in charge of actually like receiving the emails, responding to them, saying, you know, like, yes, we got your unit. We're working on it. Here's what's wrong with it. Here's kind of the time frame that it's going to come back to you. Um, but that, yeah, that's his job. I do more of the like receiving of the units and documenting what they look like when we get them. Um, cause if there's certain things wrong with them that we don't fix, we have to let them know like, Hey, you didn't package it in the right packaging and shipped it to us. So it got broken. We're not going to fix that. And more recently I learned how to take apart and put back together a control valve. Nice. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. It's a very dirty job. Surprisingly. I was always obsessed with name brands back in high school, not because of like the quality of the product, just because For the all of, yes, exactly. The popularity and all the cool kids had name brand things. You have to fit in, you have to look cool. But being an adult now, I've gone through the phase of, I don't need name brand. I can just wear whatever, like whatever works is fine. You're a dad. You have white New Balances, and that's all you're allowed to wear. I don't have New Balances. I still stick to Adidas, surprisingly. But My dad wears um, the white Nikes to be different. 
the white Nikes. I think my dad has a pair of those as well. The same he shoe, but Nike. Cuts grass in them. Of course it does. <laughs> Why do we wear white shoes to cut grass? That is the dumbest thing. It's such a dad thing to do, though. Everyone does it, surprisingly. But, like, you're going to get it stained green. Why would you do that? Shows all the hard work. No, who cares? <laughs> who cares that you mowed the lawn? Steve hey, next a lot door? Of people... Yeah, I mean, kind of. I've heard stories of neighbors getting frustrated with people who not, who don't cut their grass as often. Um, I'm kind of that neighbor who every Saturday on the clock, my neighbor goes out and cuts his lawn. Um, so then I have to look at my lawn that's taller than his and say, hmm, now I have to cut my grass. Thank you. But he's also someone who has a company come in and they spray it and it looks phenomenal. Ours is not that good. But going back to the name brands, now that I have tried non-name brand items and not like name brand, I will say 100% that name brand items not only look better, but they perform and last a lot longer too. Um, I For certain things. Certain things, yes. There are some things that you can get off-brand and they still do the exact same thing as name brand. Like... Like a cotton shirt with a Nike logo, you can get a $5 cotton shirt. It's the same thing. It just doesn't have a Nike logo on it. Yeah. I understand, like, the active stuff is a little different. Um, The active stuff is a little different. But even then, you can find active wear at, like, Walmart, and it's almost the same quality. It's the same stuff. Yeah. But shoes, shoes for sure, name brand. Shoes, shoes for sure need to be name brand. I've been getting um, like my kind of dry fit um, active shirts at Dick's, but not like any name brand. They have their own name brand now. And I think the last time I went, so there's like a, what's it called? Like a clearance sale store for Dick's specifically. And they have all of their like brands separated and the DSG brand, I got three dry fit shirts. One of them was $3. One of them was $5. And then the other was like 6 Yeah. And they're perfect. Like, they fit really well. They're the nice flowy material, so I don't, like, feel too hot in them for, like, summertime. That, but, I don't, like, that you can get non-name brand stuff. Let me tell you, my favorite t-shirt right now is the George t-shirts at Walmart for like five to six dollars they are so really? soft they're so soft they don't shrink in the dryer they're breathable that, and they I have a bunch of colors and designs shirts that shrink in the dryer oh yeah especially sweatshirts if I find a sweatshirt that I really really like and it fits perfectly and I put it in the dryer and it shrinks I'm so upset um, but no, and then shoes, yes, shoes have to be name brand. They just fit better. They last a lot longer. The insoles are always better. The insoles are always better. I've noticed um, gloves, too. Name brand gloves, gloves. Just, I I did at the, when I worked at Dick's, because um, I was on the unloading team, so we were in the trailer of the truck in the wintertime, and I needed gloves that had, like, grips on them that could like keep my hands warm but also like help me work too Mm -hmm. and 
I got a pair of Under Armour gloves, and they were fantastic. They lasted. They didn't get torn or snagged or wear out. Um, I ended up losing those gloves, though, which is kind of sad. So I ended up getting a thicker pair um, for just the wintertime now, and I love them. I'm a huge fan of Under Armour and Adidas now. Those are my two go-to brands right now. Yeah. I like I like Nike shoes a lot. They have a lot more colors than Adidas. But Adidas is way more comfy than Nike shoes are. Yeah. I used to be a huge fan of Nike shoes, but the performance just wasn't doing it anymore. So I switched over to Adidas, which I agree with what you said. They don't have as many styles or designs as Nike does, but they just, they perform a lot better. They feel a lot better. And then my newest pair of shoes that I got for work um, were a pair of Under Armors. And those are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worked in. Let me tell you, for work shoes, Skechers. Skechers all the time. Really? I love Skechers for work shoes. Why? I don't, they're just so comfortable. Skechers are probably the most comfortable shoe I've ever been in, but they are also the ugliest shoes. Yeah, they oh, don't really the have many... <laughs> they don't have really many um design options but no and that big ass I mean, logo yeah that in uh, have you heard of the brooks brand yes fantastic well okay i've never worn them but from everyone i've talked to um heard that they're fantastic shoes everyone loves them once they go to brooks they just keep buying brooks mm -hmm. but all of their designs and styles look hideous yeah they are some of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Like, can't we just get a comfy shoe that looks good? I want colors. I'm so sick of men's shoes only being black, gray, or white, and a variety of colors in between. Yeah. Sometimes they have red and blue, but, like, nothing. There's like, nothing I, cool. a hot, A hot pink, like, Under Armour shoe that I could wear to work. I would wear that. I didn't care. Exactly. I like I miss my teal but, shoes. No, I had teal Nikes. Those are the only shoe I, I actually spent those. like a hundred and thirty dollars on. Because most of the time I buy like the discount discontinued ones, but I bought those specifically because they were teal, and they were one of my favorites. But they got ruined and they were old. I do really like the color teal, um, but kind of was ruined for me at my last job you know had to wear a teal apron every day Ew. now i'm not the biggest fan yeah it was not fun i hated that apron yeah so that is um the topic there it is again the topic of you know retail shopping um versus online shopping the consen consensus is the online shopping concession yes the concession stand on online shopping versus retail it, online shopping is doing so well it's kind of taking over the world right now with amazon um i personally love it um i think chase kind of leans more towards going in to the actual store and shopping you know messing with the things in person um, which yeah, I, I also need, i need to see what it is before i buy it because i never can tell in pictures like this dumbass yeah. desk i have I was just going to say, hmm, kind of like your desk. Like those random trips to Target I just make every day 
not to buy anything, just kind of walking around looking at things, which I guess you can do it on Amazon too. You can open the app and just scroll through items, putting them in your cart and just taking them back out. But I personally love shopping in stores. I love supporting the people who work there, whether they're just high school or college kids saving up money to go to school or they're people who are making a career out of it. That's a real quick side note. And then we can end the episode. Just people who look down on people working in retail frustrate me so much. I can't even count. It is. It's a very necessary job, but I can't count the times that people have looked at me and said, Hey, if you want a real job, you know, just let me know. And I just look at them like, I have a job, I'm making money, please leave me alone. So, shout out to everyone working in retail, um, keeping our stores open and keeping us alive. Those are fast food too, though. But Yes, same fast thing. Fast food with, fucking sucks. It, I, from the people I've talked to, you being one of them, um, people who work in fast food are miserable. They hate their oh, lives. Yeah. But I can say the U.S. would not survive without fast food. No, we're fat fucks. <laughs> yes, I was going to put it in a nicer way. But yes, that is a very blunt way of saying fast food thrives in the U.S. Um, I mean, it's popular in other countries as well. but Not nearly as nowhere, much. Yeah, not nearly as much as U.S. So uh, shout out to anyone who works in retail. Shout out to anyone who works in fast food um i could never do it um but i did do i don't know like five five years ish of retail i did my time yes i did my time and i'm out um but i think that is kind of the conversation um thanks for hanging out with us and we will see you in the next episode goodbye